and welcome to the Brillando Juntas podcast, a space for empowering healthy minds. I am your host and your healing sis, Ev. I'm an Austin-based mental health therapist, and I'm here to guide you and empower you in your own healing journey. Join me every week for soul healing talks as I will share wellness tips to live in your most confident, self-loving, and self-accepting era. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad that you are here for part four and our last episode of our mini series on healing from heartbreak. If you have not listened to the last three episodes, make sure that you listen to those first and then come back to this one. If you have been listening to these episodes, I'm so grateful that you've been on this journey with me. Before we get started with today's episode, I just want to spend a moment here to express my gratitude to you all for really encouraging me in sharing my story and walking alongside me with your own unique stories. I do want to let you all know that there is not going to be an episode next Thursday on the 29th, but we will be back the first week of March with some brand new episodes. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about closure and moving forward with our lives. Y'all, closure is something that we don't normally talk about because a lot of the times we don't even know what closure is supposed to look like. And I want to just take it back a moment and think about how most of our lives we have been brainwashed to believe in fairy tale endings. Ever since we were very young, if we look at all the Disney princesses, we are literally conditioned by society and learn that they get saved by a prince and they live happily ever after. And it's so funny because even in telenovelas for any of my Latino people out there, they usually end with like this big wedding, just like the Disney princess movies also end with usually a big wedding. But notice how they never make a part two after that ending. And I have this theory that they don't go into part two because it turns out that it ends up being a happily never after. Relationship endings, y'all, are not fun and relationship endings are nothing like we imagined things would be for us in the future. But that's the thing, if we knew how the story ended, we may not even have begun the story in the first place. And this is where it gets tricky because if we knew the ending every time, it would deter us from ever experiencing love or experiencing some of the positive aspects of relationships. And therefore, we would never have an opportunity to learn and grow from these experiences. Another thing that we're not really good at is openly talking about 
the lowlights in our life. Our social media is usually consumed with posting our highlights. Everyone always posts about their promotions or their engagements, their weddings, their pregnancy announcements, their travel pictures, but not many post the rejections before the job offer, the heartbreaks before the engagement, the difficulties of divorce, the stress of planning a wedding, the infertility journey, or even the cost and the stress of traveling. And really all of us are guilty of this, including myself, because social media has made us believe that we can only post our highlights. And I get it because posting our lowlights can feel very raw and vulnerable and it's hard to be vulnerable in front of others and it's hard for us to put ourselves out there and possibly be judged. But imagine what it would be like if we all shared our challenges just as equally as we share our highlights. We would all feel more connected to each other and be able to relate more to each other. We would remind ourselves that behind all the highlights on social media, we are regular human beings with life experiences. So I'd like to keep it very vulnerable and real with you all in this episode, just like I always do, and share a little bit about my experience with closure in my previous relationship breakups. I've actually been in relationships for the last 15 years of my life. So I have gone through several breakups and I've gone through several talking stages that have ended with individuals, but mostly there have been two relationships that have impacted me the most. My longest relationship that I was in for eight years ended in 2020 and Y'all, I have to keep it real. I was having a hard time with closure. I remember that after the last time that we spoke, I would literally cry myself to sleep for weeks. And I remember specifically there was one day where I caught myself. It was almost like an auto body experience where I saw myself crying in the bed and I was like, why am I crying? Like, yeah, I'm hurt, but I'm doing all of this for what? This isn't even a relationship that I want to be in. So I remember that day everything changed for me because I decided to take control back and start my healing journey. I do have to say though that experience changed my perspective about relationships. I used to believe that another person was supposed to meet my needs and another person was supposed to fill me up and I realized that I needed to meet my own needs, that I needed to fill myself back up. I started to do the work in loving myself, knowing my worth, having more confidence. And when I entered the next relationship in my life, I felt so different going into that relationship because I knew that my entire worth didn't rely on this relationship or this other person. I knew going into my new relationship that if this relationship ended, that I would be okay because I got through the first breakup. So I knew that I would be able to get through another breakup. And y'all that is exactly what happened my most recent breakup that I had in the fall even though it was still painful and it still sucked I was able to handle the breakup so much better than the first one because of my previous learned experiences so I want to talk about three tips that helped me be able to move towards closure and move on with my life the first tip is 
Don't make any decisions out of emotion. Mind. You know, after a breakup, where you have like these lingering feelings, whether you're not sure if you should listen to your brain or listen to your heart, I call that the breakup hangover. It's when your brain is telling you that you should end the relationship and move on, but your heart is telling you that you should find a way to make the relationship work. Because you love them. Well, here's the thing, y'all. We can love someone and also send them away with love if they are causing us more harm than good. You know that show on Netflix that is called Love Is Blind. By the way, I love that show just because I love the drama that comes along with it, and I really love to get lost in the actual reality part of it. I think it's so funny that they have this whole show to prove whether love is blind or not. When we all know that love can make you blind, because when you're in love, you are listening more to your emotion mind, but you kind of forget about the logical reasoning mind. And I've talked about wise mind in another episode, where our wise mind means that we're accessing the emotion mind and the logic mind at the same time. So after a breakup, we might still be listening to that emotion mind because we might be holding on to the possibility that our partner would change or that our relationship could be different. But this is what we call wishful thinking because the reality is that we need to look at the facts of the situation. The facts tells us everything that we need to know, but there's a good chance that we might be ignoring the facts because we're so caught up in our emotions. But the reality is that people show you who they are with their actions, and you have to pay close attention. Ask yourself: Is what they are saying matching up with what they are doing? Here's the thing: I'm not saying that being in your emotional mind is bad. I'm saying don't make decisions while you're in your emotional mind. Being in your emotional mind can actually be healthy sometimes if it allows you to process emotions and gets you to check out the facts. Many people make the mistake and think that emotions are unnecessary or that they're bad because they get you in trouble. But that's not how we're meant to use emotions. Emotions are actually meant to give us information about what. It's currently happening in our life. If you're experiencing sadness or hurt, that might be an indicator, letting you know that there are some expectations that you had that didn't get met. Also, our emotions are supposed to make us look at the facts. So, I have a couple of questions that can kind of help us check out the facts in this situation. I want you to take a moment to reflect on these questions. And answer these questions so that you can have more information about your relationship. The first one is: Are the behaviors that my partner is exhibiting in conflict with my values and beliefs? Number two: Are the behaviors that my person is exhibiting harming me physically, mentally, or my emotional state? Number three. How are the actions that my person is taking impacting me? Number four, do I even really like this person? Y'all, that last question is actually one question that my therapist asked me before because I was explaining to her that I find myself 
in these anxiously attached relationships and quickly I developed this love for any individual that I decide to spend, you know, my time with. And my therapist reminded me, right? Like emotions are temporary emotions. They come and they go and they give us information and love is is an emotion like any other emotion that is temporary that comes and goes and she asked me but do you like this person like behind that emotion of love do you like this person for their true identity their true personality their actions their values their beliefs how do they make you feel and these questions are so important for you to ask yourself because if we sit down and lay everything out we already have the answer we don't need to wait to see if this person is going to change or if things are going to be different because the reality is that they have been showing us all along who they truly are. Sometimes we just choose to see a different version of who we think they can be. And again, this is because love can be blinding. But when we can combine our emotions and our logic and process our emotions in a healthier way, it allows us to pay attention to the actual facts that we have and then we can make a more informed decision with our wise mind. So before you make any decisions out of emotion, I want you to pause and really take some time to answer some of these questions. When I was considering my most recent relationship breakup, I realized that the behaviors that my ex-partner was exhibiting was in conflict with my values. Some of the changes that I was trying to make in my life were not being accepted by my previous relationship. And not only that, my emotional well-being and my mental health were being impacted. So overall, this relationship was impacting me in a negative way. So that made the decision so much easier for me and allowed me to be able to walk away from that relationship. And I want you to give yourself that same time that you deserve to really ask yourself, is this a relationship that you deserve? So that is tip number one. Make sure that you don't make any decisions out of emotion mind. Tip number two, I want you to validate your own experience. All right, y'all. I want you to bear with me with this second tip. I guarantee you that if someone asks your ex-partner why their relationship ended, I am so sure that they're going to give a very complete different response than the reason why you think the relationship ended. And this is because everybody has their own perception, their own interpretation of why they think something happened. Our mind is so interesting, y'all, because when we're born into this world, we're not born with a million thoughts. Our thoughts, they actually come from what we have experienced in life, what we've learned, what we've seen, and all of those experiences create this filter for how we then perceive our current life experiences. So of course, two people that were in the same relationship can have completely different interpretations of why they think the relationship ended. So here is the most important thing that I want you all to know. Our job is not to try to convince the other person that our version or that our interpretation is right. Our job is to understand our own perspective and reflect from those experiences that we just had 
and learn from those experiences for our future life experiences. So I want you to be very mindful to not get stuck in this thinking trap of right versus wrong. If you're finding yourself having this urge to be right, meaning that you want to make sure that everybody agrees with you on why the relationship ended, including your ex-partner, I want you to let that urge go and here's the reason why. The reality is that there is no one absolute truth. Someone can see a situation one way, another person can see the same situation another way, and both perspectives are true and valid to each individual. So no one has to agree with your emotions or your opinions or your thoughts about how the relationship ended in order for your experience to be valid. I know that we want to be understood and validated by others, and that is totally okay. And at the same time, the reality is that if we're constantly holding on to this urge of wanting to be right and having others agree with us, we're only wasting our energy. When we could be pouring that energy back into ourselves, we can't control what other people think or what other people feel. We can only control ourselves. But something that you can do is validate yourself by being able to give yourself permission to experience your emotions. Allow yourself healthy opportunities to express yourself, whether it's through journaling, talking it out loud, through therapy processing, through music. Find any creative way to be able to validate yourself and heal from your experiences. I know that this is way harder said than done, but I promise you that in here lies your power to be able to move on from your relationship. I remember that after my most recent relationship breakup, my ex-partner had reached out to me and he wrote me this super long, long message about everything that was wrong with me and trying to prove his point about why he was right. And to be honest, I chose not to engage in that. I didn't even respond to that message because one, that's his own perspective of how he thinks things were, but that was not my reality and it was not my responsibility to try to convince him. Otherwise, we would be both wasting each other's time just going back and forth arguing about our own perception of reality. So I decided to just focus on myself and focus on my own energy and not trying to prove my point. I validated my own experience and my own emotions about this and I didn't need anyone's approval. I didn't need my friend's approval. I didn't need my therapist approval. I didn't need my family's approval, my mom's approval. I knew that what I had gone through was very real and my emotions were telling me what I was going through and I chose to listen to myself and I chose to take care of myself and take care of my needs. And that was the best decision that I could have ever made because it allowed me to have so much more peace and allowed me to be able to not engage in more negativity and it allowed me to be able to walk away from the relationship. So that is tip number two validate your own experience. Okay, so tip number three is make your own closure. So tip number three is all around 
finding a way to make your own closure. Sometimes we don't get the closure that we want, or maybe it's not how we expected that the relationship was going to end. Maybe the last conversation didn't end on the best notes. Maybe we wish that we could have talked one more time. Maybe the relationship ended abruptly or in a fight. Maybe it ended by getting blocked or maybe even over the phone. And we wish that we could have seen them in person one more time. And y'all, it's okay to miss someone, but that's not an excuse to re-enter a relationship that is no longer serving you. So maybe we didn't get our fairy tale happily ever after that we were hoping for, but we do need to learn from the experience. We do get an opportunity to reflect and appreciate the healing journey. But I get it. Sometimes you feel like you need this closure in order to move on with your life. But I want us to be very cautious about how we make that closure. A lot of people refer to closure as interacting with their ex-partner one last time. If we really think about it, is one more conversation going to change everything that has happened or make us feel any better about the relationship ending? Is one more conversation really going to change the other person's perspective or is it even going to make a difference at all? Like, do we really think that that's going to change the outcome of the relationship? Remember, we already looked at all the facts of the situation. Why would we want to entertain something and keep the door open when we know that that's not what we want for ourselves. I often say in order for us to be able to move on, we have to make our own closure and be at peace with it. And making your own closure can look a lot of different ways and it can involve making peace with your perspective and letting go of control. Also, when you're making your own closure, you get to decide what part of the relationship you wanna keep and what part you wanna let go. Maybe you choose to keep the happy memories. Maybe you choose to keep the lessons that you learn from the relationship. All of the experiences that we go through in life, they help us with our future experiences. So don't think about this relationship as a waste of time. I don't regret any of my past relationships because I've gotten to learn so much from them and I've gotten to learn about myself through them as well. And I truly believe that everyone comes into your life for a reason. Sometimes individuals come to help us grow, whether it's to do life with us during the moment or whether it's to give us some memories. You can take away something from each experience that you've had. And during this time, give yourself a lot of grace, a lot of compassion. We're so good at giving others grace and compassion, but we're not that great at giving it to ourselves. I guarantee you that you are doing the best that you can with the resources that you have at the moment. So you know what? Maybe we didn't get that fairy tale ending, but it doesn't mean that you need a partner to create your own fairy tale ending. Love yourself, romanticize your life, and see how happily ever after you can actually be. I just have to share this with you all. I was having a conversation with my family, my sisters, my friends around how freeing being single can really be. When I am in my singlehood, I feel the most free, the happiest with myself because I end up really just practicing more self-love, more self-compassion. Some of the things that really have helped me was focusing on taking care of my needs, taking myself out on dates, and actually doing things that make me happy. 
That's what I call a happily ever after. And I know that my worth is not determined in having a relationship or having a partner. I feel whole. And if I ever meet a person, I hope that they also have done the internal work that I have been doing and that they also show up whole. And that we can complement each other and uplift each other and empower each other. But in the meantime, and whether that happens or not, I feel happy and I've created my own happily ever after. And I know that you can too. So that is it, you all, for the last episode of our mini series. I truly hope that you all have found some of these tips and some of my experiences helpful just to recap on the tips for today's that help me move towards closure is number one don't make any decisions out of emotion mind tip number two validate your own experience you don't need anyone's approval but your own to validate your own experience Tip number three, make your own closure. Make your own happily ever after. I promise it's so rewarding and so worth it. I want to thank you all so much for sharing your time with me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please let me know by sending me a DM or leaving me a review with your feedback. Let me know what you thought about this mini series episode coming up in March. We are going to do a part two series around how to start your healing journey. I'm super excited about that because I'm going to be sharing some freebies with you all. So make sure that you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so, so that you don't miss those episodes. Also send this episode to anyone that you know that might benefit from healing from heartbreak or healing from a recent breakup. If you haven't followed me on social media yet, I also post tips on there around healing and you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Evie Speaks. So thanks again for being here, you all, and I will talk to you next time.